Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Kate here. Do you miss the Euros? I really do. I know it's only been two, two days. But yeah, feels like a lifetime. Only the other day we were watching that tiny little car drive out into the Stadio Olimpico. I wish it wasn't over. I wish it was still happening, but it's not. So what we've decided to do is two episodes taking you back through the tournament from start to finish. We've got a clip from every single day that we did throughout that delicious euros we're going to enjoy it we hope you do too we've got bits from the best game of the tournament today obviously i won't have to remind you that was england scotland all of the group of fun action patrick schicks ridiculous goal and of course the car plenty of the car enjoy yourselves and come back tomorrow we've got another one from after the group stages and we'll have all the tastiest bits of that here we go I am Sven Goran Eriksson, and you are listening to the Football Ramble. We haven't got leaders. They're all just headphones. Unfortunately, whenever you put me on my behalf.
It's the final countdown, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. The European Championships begin today. It's Friday, 11th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Luke Moore. I'd like them to get Germany if they get through the group as winners because I'd like them because I think they're better than Germany. I think they know they're better than Germany as well, and it's a great time to play Germany. Yes. Okay. I understand we want to be um, realistic about England's chances because I mean, you know, the realism always smacks us in the face at some point. Hopefully, it'll be later rather than sooner. Why do you want to be realistic on the first day of a tournament? Well, Andy, what's wrong with you? Let, let us him. depart. Let, him. let us depart from the realism. Look at the running order, Andy. Yes. it's a joke coming. <laughs> <laughs> It's part of the illusion. Andy. Yeah, he's got to set it up. Psychic Nicholas Ayula. There we go. It's All a right. psychic. <laughs> Not an octopus, but we'll get there at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> it comes to something where we're holding the opinion of an octopus yeah. above a psychic. Yeah. Uh, Depends on the psychic. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe this is a respected one. Well, he's... well, I think the octopuses deserve more respect because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> the octopus is going around a tank looking for a bit of food or something. <laughs> uh... The psychic believes it's bullshit. <laughs> They believe their own bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Because uh, if you were a psychic, yes. you definitely would be spending your time predicting who would win the Euros. <laughs> you would be going, you would go, do you know what? This stuff's coming. Yeah. Where was he on the pandemic? That's true. Yeah. I've no idea. No bloody idea. Well, mind you, you say this. Gela, as I said to Andy on the Teams of Our Lives on the Patreon the, the, the other day, Gela bailed us out of, against Scotland in Euro 96. Bailed us out. Yeah, we've got him to thank. We've got him to thank. Tell us how. Tell us what else our psychic Nicholas says, Marcus. Because if you don't say it, I will. He says in 2020, so it's already uh, defunct. Uh, that England will win the Euros. Yeah. Uh, he says he has lived many lives, including incarnations as an Egyptian queen. And as a lion. You see, the reason I don't read the running order, Luke, is I read that <laughs> as psychic Nicola Anelka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very true. Which would have well, been a twist. Nick, ironically enough, Nicola Anelka's got more insight into this. You'd say so. Yeah. You would say so. And he has played and scored at Wembley, Andy, mm. uh, yes. against England. Um, on the other hand, though, we're talking about psychics, let's maybe a more scientific approach, shall we? A supercomputer, presumably one that Pete Donaldson owns, has predicted that England will win all, will win all their games in the group, They'll beat France 3-1 in the last 16. Wow. Which means France won't win their group. They'll beat Poland 3-2 in the quarters before suffering semi-final heartbreak at the hands of Denmark. And apparently the Czech Republic will then win it. This is Lars Sivertsen's computer. (laughs) (laughs) They'll do what they didn't do in Euro 96, the Czechs. They'll go that one little step further and actually win it. Win at Wembers. Win at Wembers. Imagine. We started out, I know you've not talked about a psychic animal here, but Mm. there has been a real prevalence of psychic animals in the recent weeks. Yeah. And it used to, I I can't stress this enough, it used to just be an octopus. And it it used to be the best part of the tournament. Yeah, sometimes, (laughs) depending on how we got on. But it's all animals now. And I think to myself... (laughs) It's all animals now. Why do we suddenly think animals know everything? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I know. Does it not? Pete Donaldson builds his own supercomputers. That's what you need to know. Yeah. And so I'm sure he could give us some kind of insight as well. And he'll be on at some point to tell us. Is that going to happen every game? I really hope so. The ball in the car. Well, well, I hope so. I mean, I I can't remember. I think it was in the Portuguese League Cup final that I saw that for the first time earlier this season. It might have been the French League Cup final. No, of course, it was the Portuguese League Cup final because they've been the, the French League Cup. And I remember seeing that 
the Portuguese League Cup final, thinking this is so cheap, <laughs> and then seeing it in the Euros, and going, "Wow, yeah. yes!" <laughs> Maybe it'll be a different like mode of transport for every game, like oh, a little helicopter, a little hang glider. Can you imagine? Be wicked. By the final, what a would cat it be? on a hang glider. <laughs> with the match ball I just love how awkward the referee was when he had to bend over and just pick yeah. it up oh, I just, you could tell I do feel like there's a lot of pressure on the guy driving that little car presumably he's a professional little remote control to car driver yeah, what tickers. if you hit a player he had tickers he spun it round he did and, yeah, it was decent but like what if you hit someone I bet he's been practicing for the entire year yeah oh, totally, the last year. totally handbrake turn for the final handbrake <laughs> turn in the centre circle wheelie oh love it the Euros is underway we are bloody loving it we'll be back after this that image of the Danish players shielding him to, to let the medical team do what they needed to do give him the privacy the looks on their faces, it, it, it's something you, you never want to see and something you, you, that you're not really prepared for the, the, the humanity of almost, you know? So it's really, it's a really, really shocking thing. And obviously just so pleased that, that Christian Eriksen has been reported to be stable at the moment. And, and hopefully, you know, that, that continues and he continues to recover. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, a really, really shocking moment that takes you out of the, the the kind of festival carnival feel of of a tournament and is a real reminder, particularly, you know, as as we are deep into the second year of a pandemic, of how precious life is and how 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 tenuous it can be sometimes as well. Exactly. I mean, I, I felt um, hollow at the time and hollow afterwards, and I still feel a bit hollow now, really, yeah. um, both in terms of, of of the football and and, and the tournament. Um, to follow on from what Jim was saying, as well as um, praising the medical staff who did an incredible job, um, the the dignity and brotherhood with which the Danish team dealt with it was fantastic. And, you know, I know it's the cliche about football being the least important of, the, the most important of the least important things in the world. And I think it, it's true at a moment like this and showing why... What's good about international football, really? That brotherhood, that kinship. I think that's that's super important because sometimes when you're trying to explain why international football matters, it's it's not about it's being the it being, it being the pinnacle of sport anymore. I don't think it is in terms of actual sporting excellence. But of course, sport means so much more than what happens on the field or on the court or in the arena or whatever. It's about how it makes everyone feel. And to see the shared feeling between those players, between the fans there, who I thought were extraordinary as well. And really, I think that's what international football is about. It's about um, representing your country and yourself um, with dignity and humanity. And I feel that's what Denmark and, and Finland's players did yesterday. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I was taking the bass part of that. Good. I appreciate that. I was taking the lead singer part. Come on! We're up and running, Jim. We are. Hey, take that. <laughs> take that, Sterling 57. Mm-hmm. Name that. your favourite boy band as well. Oh, oh, let loose. <laughs> Which England also did in a way. Yes. yes. Well, the, the, the shackles came off slightly. <laughs> yeah. Once they got some reinforcements. Oh, I tell you, what, England, their first ever win in an opening game at the Euros. Yeah. Ever. Can't take that when, away. Someone, when, when somebody said that stat, I was rifling through my memories. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Are you sure about it? Have that, Modric. Yeah. Yeah. Last time he was powered by Badil and Skinner. Yeah. It only goes so far, doesn't it, though? Lucas. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was, he, he's been quite big on that this week. And he's mm. like, you know, if, you know, they were a bit affronted by English arrogance. There was a, a, <laughs> a lot, believe a lot, me, you're not the first yeah, one. No, <laughs> there was a lot written about how they actually know that Three Lions was kind of a little bit ironic last time, but they used yeah. that anyway. And yeah. I am just absolutely delighted to have put Croatia away. They, we have yeah. suffered at the feet of Modric many, many times. And you know what, Luca? You, you've been saying we've, we're a bit arrogant. If that game had taken place later in the day, we'd have done you two or three. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Luca. <laughs> you live in the bottom piercing. Loser Modric. Back in your box. Back in your box. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Who needs Hendo? Yeah, you forget. You, yeah, that's true. You forget, though, we did beat them in the UEFA Nations League. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. AK, the I big one. forgetting that. We won when it mattered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does feel good. It does it feel does. good. Especially because they knocked us out of Euro 2008 before it had even started. <laughs> one of the youngest teams of the tournament. Yes, we will have that three points. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll pinch that and, and we'll take it all the way to the bank. Oh, my goodness, gentlemen. It was nice. To, I Do you know what? I, with. It's, it was a bit strange with the lack of fans. Don't get me wrong, I am very much enjoying this tournament. I'm sure we all have. You, more than ever, I think mm. in, the, in the Premier League, we just got into that routine. Yeah. It was a re- regrettable routine, of course. And then when the fans sort of started coming back, and it was like, oh my goodness, it's just so nice to, to have uh, people there in the FA Cup mm. final and, and whatnot was, was, was good to see. Mm. Which actually, this tournament, I, I have felt that, that even with, say, 16,000 or whatever, how many fans has been there, like they've been missed. Yeah. And it, re- it really is quite... They sound loud for the amount of people they are, but it's obviously yeah. it's still nowhere near a full stadium. But 
you know, what you going to do. Is that matched with the nature of the tournament, with it being played all around the place? Mm. They, they do, one or two of the games, I felt like it's like a sort of a glorified qualifier in a sense. Yeah. If you're qualifying for the next round. I don't mean to sort of put a dampener on it. Or as I say, I've very much enjoyed it. And it's, it's been, been in great so far and it will continue to be, I'm sure. But um, it was weird seeing England playing in a sort of a sparsely filled stadium for a game like this when you think the tournament comes around and you've expected... You know. I was a bit unsure about Euro fever because we haven't really had a break from the Premier League and stuff mm. like that. And then the Ericsson stuff happened, and I was a bit like, "God, you know." Obviously, I'm, I'm thinking I'm not a medical expert at all, but I was thinking about why is this, you know, why how's this happened, blah blah blah, mm. and it kind of got me a little bit more down as well. And then being there really kind of oh, just right back stuck up me right back yeah. up, yeah, yeah. The atmosphere did look inc- well. Initially, the atmosphere looked yeah. it, <laughs> looked incredible. The Czech Republic. They got to see a good goal, didn't they, Hamden? <laughs> they got to see side. a bloody incredible them. Patrick Schick goal. <laughs> That's why I told them. Why you? How good was that? Be happy you saw yeah. that. Marshall, yeah. Marshall in the net was fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's like a man had fallen off a trapeze into a net. It was brilliant. <laughs> Really threw himself in there. If Kevin Keegan ever took up fishing, that's how he'd end up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Steve Clark didn't blame David Marshall for being for the amazing goal for being so mm. far uh, up the field, but he's in the no flash score went one step further. They said David Marshall is stranded way out of his goal after his team loses possession, and Patrick Schick has the simplest of tasks <laughs> to shoot the ball into an empty net from distance. Yeah, it's a bit more than that, wasn't it? <laughs> Because there was some proper weight and spin in it as well. It was beautiful. He added a little bit on there. But yeah, I think you can have the keepers out of position and that Hendry shouldn't have shot mm. because it ricocheted off a defender and then gave uh, the Czechs possession. But you have to take those two opinions as a multi-pack. They must not be sold separately. You can't have one and not the other. You have to have both or zero. Don't blame anyone or blame everyone. <laughs> Is it like can you you know separate it where you know so we, sometimes you go into a corner shop and it says does should not be sold should separately and it's just sold separately. <laughs> sold separately. This isn't even a must-win game for either team. You obviously want to start well, mm. but it's not knockout football yet. I mean, Germany got Portugal next. Quite, but what I'm, I'm just making the point specifically mm-hmm. in reference to Mbappe. The point is, if you go a goal down to mm. France in a must-win game, yeah. you're you're in you're up against the wall in a big way because he is so quick, mm-hmm. and not only is he just quick. His runs are intelligent. His technique is unbelievable. And his feet, when he's got the ball at his feet, are so quick. Yeah. That one when he shifted it yeah. and smashed it off the post, but it was ruled out. No one can deal with that. No well, one. And mm. I tell you what, older Mercedes Benzema mm. has just slotted into the side, hasn't yeah. he? And, and actually, I know Giroud was, had, had some comments earlier on in the tournament and uh, obviously was there when they won the World Cup. That's the only thing that's going to undo them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, he is, but he, is, he is a better player than Giroud. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and, he, and, and again, he suits their style more. Yeah, you would never know he's in his early 30s. I mean, he no. just, again, bang, he's in there and he looks magnificent. Well, he's one of those players that's getting better and better in his 30s and also he's had a lot of time off of international football, well, that, that, which, that is, a which fair is point. probably going to help. Actually, this, this might have worked out perfectly. And also, I thought Griezmann had a really good game as well. That front three is just ridiculous. And then behind them, obviously, Kante covers all the ground. And, and Pogba, looks like when he plays for France he looks like the best player in the oh, world Pog- Pogba and Kante really gel as well yeah well, yeah. I, I, that's why I think the take about him looking like he gives a shit more for France is a, in my opinion is a mm. wrong take mm. for me look at the players he's got around him at France mm-hmm. look who he's got alongside him what happens is for Manchester United his and every, every player really bar, bar a handful at the very top level have got kind of weaknesses to their game that kind of, at the very very top level Pogba's weakness is he can kind of stroll around a bit, but he's got so much quality around him, in front of him, beside him, and behind him at France, 
It's no coincidence to me that he looks better. I mean, he grows an extra six inches when he it, plays. It, you know, yeah. His, so his body better. language, he looks like I'm the best player here in this, and I'm going to dominate, and he, and he does. I do think that there is an element at Manchester United where he sort of drops off his intensity and so on, but let's not dwell on that. We're talking about the Euros. Mm. Um, Come on, Scott McTominay is not his fault. Yeah. It, well, he's probably more Fred, I think. But Manchester United's a, a, fans a, would say. Any player mm. that plays alongside Paul Pogba and, and isn't N'Golo Kante is going to look worse because they're worse than N'Golo Kante. Absolutely. Mm. N'Golo Kante is, what is you know, arguably mm. the world's best midfield player. Yeah. At what, certainly at what he does. Certainly, yeah. And, and also maybe having Deschamps as manager. Mm. I mean, there's a guy who knows exactly mm. the, the role to play in the centre of the, the pitch. Now, hang on a minute. With Deschamps, he's won the World Cup as yeah. a player. And, and a manager. You, and, well, no, sorry. Euro, Euros and World Cup as if, player. If yeah. he wins the Euros as a manager, he's the only person to ever do both as player and manager. Not too shabby. Not it's all right, isn't not it? Not too shabby. The he water said, carrier. He said, yeah, exactly. he's perhaps proven that The trophy wrong. carrier. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, yeah. He said before the game, I am not here to have fun. If so, I would go to Club Med. Yeah, water carrier. Get some water in. Is that the yeah. one that used to be in Guildford, Club Med? I think they're all over the place, weren't they? <laughs> Back in the day, there used to be one in Guildford, I think. Nice to know you weren't there. Yeah, probably, cut what, two two blue wickets for a fiver? I'd say so. Yeah. It's, it's not there anymore, by the way. Nah, that I tried to go the other night. <laughs> That's a weird reference for him to drop, isn't it? <laughs> I don't, think it's the, I don't think it's the club med that we see as it's Luke probably, says popping up in oh, right. England. I'm thinking it's like Luis Enrique going, oh, you know what, after this I'm just going to go to Butland. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to go to Yates's. <laughs> spoons, I'm going down Spoons. He probably made some exclusive members club in Monaco yeah. or something, Monte Carlo or something. I think that's probably yeah. more likely, isn't it? Howeth, 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 I'm not sure what's the right pronunciation. Welsh for easy, apparently. Write in. Welsh for easy. Welsh friends. Yeah. Let us know how wrong we were. And when you do write in, please acknowledge that we tried our best and it was an honest attempt. It was an honest attempt. And we looked it up and we just didn't, because it's written... How health, health, maybe, but with double health, D at the end, isn't it? Maybe, yes, yeah, hard to say. And it's, yeah. it's hard to know if it should have been two syllables or if we should have riffed it differently. Anyway, embrace, embrace the effort, embrace the say. effort, embrace yeah. the effort, Wales. Too easy, 2 0. It was brilliant, wasn't it? It, it was, was so brilliant. good. It felt like a knockout game, yes, somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I suppose because it had become must win at that point, or it's certainly you, you identify that game in the group of, as must win. Wales really, really approached it like that. I love as well that they absolutely bust in a gut for a second goal late on. It's great stuff um, because Turkey almost quite literally stopped playing. <laughs> so, so, so Wales were like, well, we could just keep it in the corner, but they're yeah. not going to come and try and get it <laughs> yeah. off us. Yeah. So, what's the point? It was I, I was. I was saying on the WhatsApp group, wasn't I? Towards the end of the game, I was saying that. I genuinely thought, because it was really hot yesterday, I had this fan on, so I couldn't yeah. hear the commentary that well. I thought the whistler guy just not heard it. Yeah. But Turkey yeah. just stopped. <laughs> rubbish. In what was essentially supposed to be a home yeah. game for them. But, of course, yeah. the fans were so far away from the pitch. Yeah. I mean, you might, they might as well have stayed in Turkey. That yes. set up in Bakke is ridiculous. so bad. Else, Absolutely it? ridiculous. And what about the feed as well? The feed? You never knew. I yeah, never, the TV kept kind of. Oh, I'm it? with you, sorry. Different yeah. commentators, different all sorts yeah. going on. Keep it, keep it lively. Although, to be honest, I'm not sure Robbie Savage's contribution of get it into the corner was that useful just as they then scored the second. I don't know, though. I think if you're if you're a Wales fan, you're probably, especially because Bales missed a penalty, Aaron Ramsey, Ramsey? Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey missed a couple of <laughs> chances. Your voice has gone funny since you it fell has. in the canal. Yeah. <laughs> Before you know it, I'll be on a rant. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, you, you you worry, don't you? That if you know if if, if it's a you know precarious scoreline that like that, you do think get in the corner. But nope, Gareth Bale couple of times just tried to run it into the goal because he saw it was there yeah a year ago Aaron Ramsey wouldn't have been playing in the Euros because he was injured I mean he was yeah. injured at the start of this season as well sorry at the sure. start of this year calendar yeah. year as yeah. well with the thigh and he's had lots and lots of injuries but I mean I don't know about, I don't know about you Jim I, I miss seeing it two seasons it is now yeah. since he's not been in the Premier League yes. I miss watching him playing in the Premier League it must, it must be uh a sort of happy and sad experience to no, get a chance no. to watch it's, him again. Well, it's just nice to see him do well. And also it's nice to see him and Gareth Bale. <laughs> it's, like um, a break, it's like I have to break up. No, I'm happy, I'm happy for nice. him. I'm glad yeah. he's engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, but him and Bale really, really turned up yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, are, they are a cut above. You know, Turkey don't have equivalents of that, do they? And I think that's where they... Well, yeah. it's, it's, the, the golf in quality showed. It's the, baffling the how... The golf in quality. Yeah, no. Oh, I see. Gareth Bale. Oh, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, it's fair enough. I mm. thought it was all right. I thought it was worthy it's of quite Right, another game from yesterday. Ukraine beat North Macedonia 2-1, which means North Macedonia, unfortunately for you, Peaks. I know they were one of your favourites coming into this. Yeah. They're the first country <laughs> to be eliminated. I like, I look, you tipped I, them to win it, didn't you? I do not like to patronise, <laughs> but uh, I like their shirt very much. And, you know, I've enjoyed the the fullback uh, Stefan Rostovsky's uh, I Can't Hear You official Euro 2020 um, picture that he's been taken. Like, that's his main picture. He's sort of doing that. <laughs> Oh, going, nice. Hi guys! Oh, pretty I can't hear you. He's like, mm. this is high fashion. You wouldn't <laughs> get it. <Yeah. laughs> but something I've noticed with their, with their first goal. Something I've noticed in football is that if your goalkeeper is in the net, it's very hard to keep the ball out of the net because <laughs> the keeper's that, in the net. Is that, a dig, is that a dig at David Marshall? Again? <laughs> <laughs> Any digs at David Marshall are good for me. Well, on today, today's show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they very much defended that first goal, <laughs> like they are the lowest ranked team in the tournament. But I don't think if you go into a match warming up the way they did. You've got much hope. <laughs> Did you see? It was like Tony Adams was taking the training session. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The corns in the balls. Yeah. I mean, what are they do? That was. They must have thought we are going to look like twats. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that on the pit. On the. Scott, it just seems Scott Brown was furious. <laughs> Scott Brown. I've never. I mean, and this is saying something. I've never seen Scott Brown so angry. What? Are <laughs> you sure? Basically, they they showed them doing this coned warm up thing, and if you haven't seen it, you probably will find it online. Upturn corn, like traffic corn, with looking things with footballs on the top, like the car on the first match. Yeah, shuffle just doing runs, that, and then swapping the ball between the cones each yeah. time at the end, right? Mm. And I can't remember who it was who was doing the coverage. The host, it might have been Seema, maybe. And she said to Scott Brown, "Scott, have a look at this." Are you thinking about going to management? Do you think you'd do this as a warm-up? And they cut to when he's just sneering. <laughs> no. I think I'll rule that one out. Oh. Like, Scott, I can say something. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, it was it was strange. I don't think it set the right tone, did it? I think it's if, just a bit naff, isn't it? The story that old Don, I think it's Don Hutchison tells about a Scotland player in Brazil in the first game of World Cup 98, where they're all doing shuttle runs in the, tun- in the tunnel because mm. the, the opening ceremony is overrun. And one of them caught through the window, the Brazil team, who were just dancing around in their kit. <laughs> and they were like, we're fucked. We are fucked here. And to be fair, they went pretty close, Scotland, in that game. But it's a bit like Ukraine. Like, right, we've got to get off this. It's a must-win game for us. And they look over and they're doing that. <laughs> Good news is we're playing against eight-year-olds on a sports day doing dads and kids fucking games. There's part of me that kind of likes it in a way because it's like... It takes me back to the World Cup where, like, Senegal were amazing, weren't they? They'd always be dancing mm, before yeah. the match. And they were always having a great time. Well, this is just a little bit embarrassing. But that was quite cool. Yeah, that this was is cool. But if they'd, but if they'd cool. have got something out of this match, you're like, well, look, maybe maybe the Barcelonas of this world <laughs> could learn a thing or two. Had the whole occasion been ruined for you, um, 
prior to the match <laughs> because were were you offended by seeing a few Scottish willies in London? Oh, I I've really enjoyed the Scottish willies. <laughs> It really has been. I think some of the videos doing the rounds. You, you know my opinions on uh, the England uh, team, uh, the England supporters. Some I, sections I find of the fans, most of them, ninety nine percent. No, I disagree with that. But ninety nine point nine percent. No, I disagree. But let's, let's <laughs> doesn't matter. Agree to disagree. Uh, but I would very much like an Instagram filter where I, uh, whenever I see like England fans, I just want to put a kilt on them. I'm happy. <laughs> is that right? They can they can get up to whatever. It is, it is, put it, a kilt on them, and it's less offensive well, to me uh, somehow. Is that what happened with Axel Rose? You, <laughs> yeah, in the hot pants, yeah. not having it. Kilt. Oh, yeah. hello. Axel Rose never done anything problematic, is it? <laughs> <laughs> what are you having to go in for? Model citizen. <laughs> I've never done anything better. problematic on time. Yeah, he performed better at Wembley than England did <laughs> last night. He would have been getting there now. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. He's definitely, Axel Rose is definitely putting a better performance at Wembley <laughs> than, than, than those boys last night for England. Yeah. Uh, but but I, th- I would really like to say, unless it gets, sometimes on this show, it gets forgotten in the maelstrom because we like to have a good time and mm. get carried away with ourselves and all the rest of it. I would like to put it on record right now. Uh-huh. I thought Scotland were excellent, yeah. and and they should be. We should rather Sorry. than just focus on how poor we thought England were, mm-hmm. we should also focus on the fact that Scotland were pretty good. Don't worry, Graham Soonis is not at the window. <laughs> he just sent me a text. <laughs> but John McGain and players like Ilmore, they just removed our spine like like sub zero. Mm. They just Scottish cent- midfield was was great. Center of the pitch, we just get like we were having so many problems, and I don't know why Southgate just went. Don't pass it into midfield, yeah. into the centre of midfield, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they are crossing, they, they are closing down every single avenue, every single England player has. It was brilliant. Nice little um, Mortal Kombat reference for yeah. Pete there. Yeah, did you say Sub Zero? Sub Zero. Yeah, he was yeah. the blue one to Scorpion's yellow one, right? Yes. Yeah. They're both Who's the red one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the third one. He the was red a secret one. one. Yeah. There's green, wasn't he? Like lizard or something. Sure, if he's lizard, a secret, don't tell right. <laughs> anyway, Sorry, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> um, Marcus, did you think, because I, I felt like uh-huh. in, at half time, I thought, this is fine because mm. there's no way Scotland will be able to keep this up because mm. the energy was so high. But they did. Well, they no, did. They, 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 yeah. Callum McGregor is a complete footballer. Yes. <laughs> it's it, got everything to his. But, but, in the, but that's the thing when, when people say, oh, they're not going to be able to keep that up in terms of the high intensity pressure or whatever. Well, you don't have to. Mm. It's, it's not one way of play. It's that's game management. Scotland managed the game very, very well. And they also know that if you drop off against England and you get in your. Zones and all the rest yeah. of it. You don't let the likes of Sterling run in behind and and whatnot. Mm. Um, then England are just going to pass the ball to the one fullback. Uh, there's nothing on. All right, back to defence. Let's try the other fullback. I know they seem to have <laughs> cut off in that the five minutes well. that it because took to you get can over see there. it coming. You but that's can... all well and good, but that's only because <laughs> England were moving the ball so slowly. Well, England lacked intensity. My, 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 what I honestly think was is that in the build-up to this game, I thought, like most probably uh, most people probably thought, that England will win this game. The closer it got to the kickoff, and then on the day, I thought, I think England might struggle here to break them down, and I think this could be a great Scottish performance. And in fact, the way the game panned out, I thought it wouldn't, wouldn't be surprising if, if Scotland nicked it. It could have gone either way. I, I genuinely think a draw was was the right was a fair result, if you like, if mm. there's such a thing as a fair result. But, mm. um, but I think that England... I think that, that Scotland... When you look and you see all those fans descend on London and the fantastic support they have and the good feeling and all the rest of it, it pushes you forward. It really does give you a lot of momentum, as you say. They're a great testimony to to Scotland, the fans, and, and obviously the players on the pitch. And and that builds it nicely. It gives you the impetus and it, it makes everybody up for it and you snap into tackles and all the rest of it. And people sometimes get a bit, oh, oh that's a bit old-fashioned, you know, being first to the ball. No, that, all that's relevant. Mm. You can have all the quality, you know, 
Kante's first to every ball. Mm. He's intelligent and he's got all the quality, but he does all that stuff as well. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, he wasn't playing for Scotland last night. Was he? I, I, I don't know. It was either him or McGinn. I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> or McGilmore, I can't remember. Yeah. But um, but with England, I thought that perhaps my my guess is they've gone too far the other way because the idea is for the for the for the for the they tried to the emotion out exactly of it, for the yeah. superior side on paper. You sort of think no, no, let's not get dragged in. Let's not do that. Blah 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 blah. But I think they've gone too far the other way. And actually, England thought, oh, okay, let's let Scotland run around a bit and have a few tackles. Our quality, our, our, our superiority on paper on paper, I stress, will show. And actually, from the first moment when, was it Dykes went in I'm with sure, Shaw? Yeah. You put one in, it's the old stuff. And what I think England did wrong is they should have approached it as, that lads, this is a Premier League game. Let's 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 approach it like that. And so the only time I've seen, we've seen this time and time again, they kept bloody, pl- I'm glad we're not going to see Gazza's goal and all that Euro 96 guff for yeah. the rest of the tournament. They're yeah. Going on and on about that. There's been, there's been a handful of games between England and Scotland since then. The 99 playoff final, uh, playoff final, uh, playoff game when Scotland beat England. Hudson Wembley. beat, scored, but it, England it, it, went exactly, for an aggregate. Yeah. Yeah, the 2-2 yeah, two, yeah. two at Hamden when England thought they switched off in the two great free kicks. But, but the one I saw, which was a friendly at uh, Celtic Park, Hodgson, rare praise for Hodgson's England. Let's get this out of the way quickly. When they faced that game, he was like, right, lads, into every... T-. And Strachan said after the game, Scotland was spooked by England because England sort of did to Scotland what Scotland normally do to England in those mm, games. Yeah. And England were way off the tempo and I thought they completely mismanaged but that did, whole you know, thing. The, the first half in Euro 96 wasn't very good. Yeah, that's like, right. England yeah. were terrible, but mm. it only took, you know, some some some... A bit of poor defending and a, and a cracker goal, and we all remember that bit. But it was, mm. it was the first. I was terrible. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's, <clears throat> I was, well, I was just going to say that Pete. I thought you make some excellent points there, Mark. And Pete kind of followed up with some some as well. I would just say that it's not the first time, and nor would it be the last, that that England haven't had that England have had a poor kind of mm-hmm. night at the office in the group stage, right? Mm. So. England have have a, have a record of, of occasionally going to the last stages of tournaments. Mm-hmm. Having done that, mm-hmm. like I mean, if you don't even need to go that far back. You could say 1990 when the whole group stage mm-hmm. was a bit of a shit show. Mm-hmm. The opening game in Euro '96 was the same. Mm-hmm. Um, even the opening game of 2018, they nicked it at the end, but it wasn't a great performance. Yeah. But no one really remembers that because of the late totally, of the yeah, goal, yeah. right? So it's not the end of the world. We oh, must, no, it's not. No. We mustn't go Treat too it for far. What this is. Yeah, four yeah, points, yeah. Four points, no goals conceded. It's, yeah, it's great. Exactly. They haven't been beaten. They haven't even yeah. conceded the goal. Yeah, everyone is great. No, no, you're right. I take that. To, to tap into what you're saying, Marcus, yeah. and make a kind of follow-up point to that, mm. absolutely, that's spot on. You have to do all those things right. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at that England team that started that game last night, and then you have to look at the players that came on and say none of them, mm-hmm. including Kane, particularly in the form he was on, which he was absolutely dreadful last mm-hmm. night, He's not. They're not that type of. None of them are that type of player. Mm. They're, they're an example. They lead by example type players. It's no coincidence that it was. I think it's much more likely that England would have going to put that type of performance in last night without a Maguire and without a Henderson. Henderson was a miss because in the field. because Harry Kane is not that type of leader anyway. And and even Roy King talked about it before the game. He said that there are different ways of leading. It isn't all got to be the way I used no, to do course, it. Yeah. But there have been occasions where he hasn't shown dug anyone out or shown that, that we know of. Mm-hmm. So. Overall, it was um, it was it was a it was really so disappointing night, and, and, and the, the intensity from England wasn't there. Absolutely, and if I take take your point that you said about everyone get, in Scotland, everyone gets into their shape, so it looks like a back five, almost like a four in front at times, mm. and it's difficult for them. We know this because everyone knows this, and it's easier said than done. I appreciate that, but what you've got to do is two things: you've got to move the ball from side to side and try and drag them out of position. You've got to do it quickly, and, yeah, and you've got to find one point where one person isn't in his. Uh, position in time yeah, 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 and yeah. you exploit that gap exactly, yeah. and England have got the players to do that and Foden mm. tried to do it a lot yep. and the other thing you've got to do which is what Gilmore did brilliantly yeah, and yeah. he's brilliant at this mm. 
he knows when to up the, up the pace. Yeah. He'll, he'll take a touch into a space when he needs to. If he wants to up the tempo, he'll, do, he'll go one touch. Yeah. He's amazing at dictating the pace. Mm. I've seen him. I've only seen him play probably about four times. Every oh, single time. His first start. I know, and he was man of the match, and rightly so. Yeah. And every time I've seen him play, I saw him play for Chelsea against Liverpool, where he was mm-hmm. outstanding. He had a little run of games. Played against Everton as well, I think, maybe one other. And he's and, and on his debut for the Champions League, I think I think he was man of the match as well. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic player, and no one in that midfield for England could deal with what he was bringing mm. he had that, that snap and that bite of McGinn yeah. McGregor did a bit of everything as mm. you said Pete and Gilmore just dictated the pace and for all the press mm-hmm. and for all the attention and we mustn't get carried away because it's only one game but Mount was off doing his thing all the attention Phillips got after the Croatia game Rightly all the so. attention Rice get yeah fine they couldn't deal with it no. and, and that's where the game was won and lost because the dictating of the pace that Scotland didn't really seem to be out of control even though they didn't have an awful lot of the ball um, so you're saying Portugal too narrow. Are you thinking it's time for Ronaldo to go back out wide? I think it is, yeah. <laughs> no, no, bonus. narrow in defence. <laughs> <laughs> they were very, very uh, narrow. But they, they, they just look like a tra- team who didn't trust themselves enough to defend and they didn't trust themselves <laughs> enough to attack. They were, just like, they were caught between two bus stops, Marcus. Once again, once again, yeah. and that's, that is the last place you want to be. Well, perhaps they were pinned back by Germany because mm. uh, Yogi Löw said that uh, he wanted his side to be more vigorous oh. in attack and they were, Jim. They you were. can't deny the wing back Robert Earnshaw on the ITV highlights with that magnificent jacket mm. looking like a sort of I don't know some sort of there should be a, fo- uh, a photo a painting of him sitting on a horse somewhere in a yes. museum with that kind of jacket on <laughs> um, but he was very impressed with the wing backs that Germany utilised very very well and uh, uh, Robin Gusens uh, was man of the match yeah mm. I mean it was it, I think it was an all round display from Germany though wasn't it mm. which is what they needed um, that opener that should have been that kind of improvised yes. kind of volley was fantastic. Yeah. Very annoyed. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, bloody VAR getting bloody in the VAR. way of a good time. See, this is the thing with VAR, though, isn't it? Even when it gets it right, yeah. you're like, oh, but I like goal. Yeah. <laughs> I like that kind of goal. It is a bit frustrating. I mean, it's straight from the off, though. Germany were in there. I mean, Havertz went in on Pepe quite early yeah. on. and um, Smart uh, move. I mean, brave move. Well, he learned from Lyndon Dykes. Yeah. As all the top strikers in Europe probably do now, mm. but yeah, uh, but Still I think painful, it... Marcus. Please don't. Be <laughs> a painful draw. Mm. Um, but uh, Matt Tummel's uh, also put one in on Cristiano Ronaldo. This was in the first ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. they, they, that intent, yeah, mm. that Steve the intensity Clark, you demanded, Steve Clark intensity that Yogi Love thought. I'm, I'm having a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you know, even a written off Germany is still a, a Germany full of. So you wrote them off, stars. Did you? I'm not saying I wrote them off. You know, who sounds like someone had a pen in this room, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to leave until. We find out. Yeah. Um, but now, th- go on, I was going to say, do you think Portugal under- underestimated them maybe? Or is that just a narrative we sort of transpose onto it afterwards? If, with if Germany you, just better? If you underestimate the Germans, that's what happens. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think that Germany, they had to win this game. They yes. lost to France. They're suddenly playing against Portugal, the holders who have got phenomenal attacking talent, as we know. Mm-hmm. And they had to go for it. And straight off from the off, as I say, for those two early challenges, boom, straight in there. And they were um, they got the home advantage as well, which which has a, a little bit of a help. If yeah. Portugal huge, hadn't, huge hadn't help scored, if Portugal hadn't scored first, would you say that they? Uh... I don't think that deterred much of the performance, though. You reckon? Well, because it just Germany were a bit like right. Well, same job. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and went about it. And as I say, getting well, you say about Portugal, you know, having a bit of a narrow defence, or whatever. Well, Germany, as I say, with the wing, it's it's push them pin them back mm. and if we do that it it should work and my mm. goodness it did you can't you can't deny I mean look at the result for crying out loud I mean, I mean yes Dias sort of, uh, Dias Dias uh, Robert Dias uh, 
putting in, in his own go. I mean, I should say, we're bringing a tweet from, from Fox Danger, mm. who said, Pete's ruined Ruben Diaz for me. Ever since he claimed his, his name was uh, Portuguese for Robert Dias, it's all I've been able to think about when he plays. 90 minutes of mid-range home electrical products and garden <laughs> furniture. Well, where else are you going to get a Rawson 30-piece tool set for 1949? I can't I check the website. I no, no, no. I know it's not. answering that question. Great to see. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, congrats, Hartlepool. Right, let's get back to the shittest dark horses in the history of equestrian idioms. The dark donkeys. (laughs) What's Yeah, that's like a bad horse, is it? Mm. Yeah, I I guess so. (laughs) I suppose it is. Well, I guess a bad horse is like a frog or something. Right. The worst horse. Yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? Because you can't ride on that. The shit frogs, as Turkey will forever be known now. (laughs) Because you could ride on a donkey or yeah, a pony could. or many other things even a big it would fill, it would fulfill many of the promises that a horse makes yes a donkey yes yeah. exactly so it's actually that's actually quite good mm. anyway that's not what turkey are uh switzerland beat them 3-1 turkey conceding 62 shots across three games their minus seven goal difference and no points is the fifth worst euros performance ever and like you know Many of us were sucked into thinking that Turkey were, were likely to do very well because of their their record in, in, in getting into the tournament. Because they of did Brussels. really, really well and because of Andy. Yeah. And and you gotta remember that, that record was a year ago because yeah. the yes. you know, if they'd gone yes. straight in the years, it may have been a different story. Absolutely. Yeah, and I guess that's where it's fallen down, isn't it? Because it's been absolutely <laughs> abysmal. Like <laughs> hilariously bad. I mean to, 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 I mean, to be fair, they did they did have a real good go at the start of this match. And as soon as <laughs> But for for as soon as the Seferovic's goal I went in six minutes in, yeah. uh, they really did just kind of like fall a little bit. It was just like, oh, his yeah. celebration was great. Wasn't it? <laughs> I, I don't know who he, who he was angry with, but it was pretty pretty specialist. Yeah, it's been a lot of angry celebrations. <laughs> in this yeah, one. some some more enjoyable than others. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it was a game of just of worldies, wasn't it? Really? No, it was, it was it was a game that just added a few more million onto the price of Shakiri, I think, for yeah. Liverpool are going to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's such a funny player, isn't he, Shakiri? I feel like he's never he's fit. He's never really been a regular anywhere, even when no. fit. Though. It's, just, it's such an odd thing. Mm. He backs it well as he should. He backs himself. His post match, he said, "My first goal with my right foot was very good technique. It was. It was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> good on you." It's like not only is he providing the entertainment, he's providing the punditry as well. Yeah. Mm. Thank yeah. you, Zerdan. <laughs> Delightful. Uh, yeah, the Turkey's manager, Senor Gunes, said he bears responsibility, but also it's the media's fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, em, uh, speaking of the media, well. Emma Hayes, I thought, was going to just start throwing elbows. She was so angry. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the, Turkey's strength was kind of in their defence going into the competition a year ago. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, 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 their defenders just caught out of position all of the time. And, mm. uh, yeah, she was fuming. And and, 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 and and for any manager, I think, watching that, would be like, fuck off, what are you doing? Yeah. Jeez, oh. So frustrating. Well, what it means is, there, yeah, there was this sort of semi-jeopardy created in the idea that if there was a five-goal swing for Wales and Switzerland, then Mm, Wales would finish third. But in the end, it is Switzerland who finished third on goal difference, and they've got to wait and see what happens next. Look, it was incredible to see it all unfold, as you say, Luke, because both games kicking off at the same time. I had double screens, was watching them all, writing everything down as it happened. And it was just... It was just so exciting and it almost felt like in front of that home crowd in Copenhagen as well for Denmark, once they got that second goal and the third goal, it was just like an eruption of the crowd. They knew that they were through. Mm. 
They also kind of just kept going, as you say, Jim, to score four goals, beating Russia by four goals to one in their final group stage game. It was amazing. And the goals, by the way, what was the pick of the bunch for you? <sighs> mm. I reckon Christensen's maybe. Or was it? Or do you think it was Damsgaard's well, first? Well, it was Damsgaard. They were both pretty good. Damsgaard was an absolute beauty, mm. right? And then, and then Christensen was like, hold my beer. Because <laughs> I am absolutely yeah. going to smash the lever off this ball. It was re- like a breakthrough in a therapy session. Yeah. It was. <laughs> the whole game. A bit too close to the... For you or for yeah. them? <laughs> Both. <Yeah. laughs> it was incredible because obviously uh, Damsgaard goal was amazing. Um, I think Christensen's though, because there was the double save from the keeper in the build-up. Yeah. The keeper must have been buzzing. Must have thought, yeah, I've kept this one out. We're still in this sort of... And then Christensen just goes, nah. It had, it had absolutely everything. Yeah, so First good. of all, I've never seen Andreas Christensen hit the ball like that. Mm. And, and it went for a crowd of players. And it, he hit it so hard that even though he was about 30 yards out, the keeper didn't really dive until it was in the back of the net. Mm. It's incredible. But also, um, the game had absolutely everything. Even had Hoybier with a bandage on his head. And is it is it possible to have a proper dramatic tournament game without some player having a bandage <laughs> on their head? It can't be done. No. It just simply cannot be done. What To the point where people would... Remember people saying, like, did Kiefer Moore have that bandage on his head when he came on? It's like, no, no, it's just, if there is drama, a bandage will ensue. <laughs> he wears it all the time, Kiefer Moore. He never, yeah. He's, he's, he's probably the only, he's only, the only player at internationally. Free injured. Yeah, he spends more time with the bandage on his head than not on his head. <laughs> but it was crazy. It was a crazy game. Great stuff. Great occasion. Um, yeah, really enjoyable. I think England could have scored more goals last night than they wanted. Personally, I, I don't understand the negativity. I genuinely think it's baffling. Mm. Like, I think that uh, even I'll... Pete wasn't negative. Well, quite. He had a lot. He sent us a message. He says, "Guys, I've had a drink." Yeah, and but, that, you like, know... that made me reassess. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh, God, yeah, even Pete's being positive. Um, I, um, I, I don't think for a second. And I, I think the most, the most insightful thing anyone said in that broadcast last night mm-hmm. was our friend Pugach, who said, um, "If other teams were doing this, mm-hmm. you'd be going all." Oh, they're mm. just going about their business. They haven't conceded yeah. a goal. They're yeah. doing this, they're doing we that. We have seen some of those other teams win tournaments. Though. Fine, but we can't be objective about it, obviously, because it's because it's England. It's harder for us to do so, if not impossible. Mm-hmm. But you're fine. They're not banging in the goals all over the place. Look at the games they've had to play. Right, They've played Croatia, who we've seen and we're going to come on to, are capable. They're a capable side. They go away from home mm. in a crunch, clutch game, and they just ruthlessly take the game away from Scotland. We had a derby game against Scotland, which we got dragged into the trenches with. Mm-hmm. And we've had this game against Czech Republic, who beat Scotland, who look okay. And, and Southgate said himself, I know it suits him to say this, but I actually agree with him. Mm-hmm. Their, their FIFA ranking is a red herring. They're mm-hmm. not as bad well, as yeah. they look. They're a good team. They've got good players. And we've seen how you don't need to take his word for it. Look how mm-hmm. good Suchet's been this season in the Premier League. Look how good mm-hmm. Sufal's been. Patrick Schick's at the, <clears> set the tournament on fire. And we've not conceded a goal. And there is definitely definitely more to come from England. You, you certainly hope so. I mean, people, a lot of people were saying, oh, because well, England, you know, not that long ago, you know, they beat uh, Czech Republic 5-0 at Wembley. But more recently, Czech Republic beat England in the group, but for whatever that's worth. Um, but, I mean, England, I know what you mean. I think that people want what is happening with the Italian side at yeah. the moment. And I understand that. That that is That is what you want. But Southgate has clearly... Um, trying to uh, take his lead from, say, Deschamps and France, 
which is why it is absolutely crucial that France don't finish second in well, Group F today. Yeah, yeah well, and, that's, and, and, and that's the thing. And I, I said that going into this tournament, England's best chance is just to go for it. It's just to trade with teams and hope you score more goals. And I said that because I don't think, or I didn't think, that England were capable of the level of control they've shown so far in this tournament. So has your opinion changed slightly? It has, but I, with the caveat that I don't know if they, they've got enough control, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't know if they can maintain or improve even their control against a better team. But the point being, that I don't know why people can't sit. The two things that are absolutely baffling me about England this tournament and the coverage of it. One is, people seem to think we can play 15 players. Mm. Why aren't you playing him? Why aren't you playing him? Why aren't you playing him? There's definitely that. I can't fucking play all of them, Mm. you know. And secondly, (laughs) why we're so negative about a team who, if you actually watch the matches, Mm. right... Maybe people are just down the pub with their mates and they've got half an hour on the game or whatever. Well, they, you know, fair enough, they've just got a different opinion to me, which is absolutely fair, obviously. Um, they're, they're trying to do things like mm-hmm. show that mm-hmm. they can control situations. If you go back to, even if you go back to 2018, mm-hmm. it was a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. England weren't in control of anything yeah. and they weren't in control in 2016, obviously, and they haven't been in control. I don't think they've been in control of themselves in a football tournament since I've been watching football, mm-hmm. right? Even go all the way back to World Cup 90 or, or Euro 96, they're not in control of it. Mm-hmm. They're capable of moments mm-hmm. and what they're trying to do here, and you can see it if, if you don't, if you, if you care enough, go back and watch the game from last night. Watch what the fullbacks are doing. Mm-hmm. What's Carl Walker known for in his club career? He's up and down mm-hmm. all day. His pace is ridiculous. He can hurt teams. He plays a role in that Man City team. The amount of times he had the ball last night, looked up the wing, looked inside, and just played the simple square ball mm-hmm. because he, I think he's been coached. I know Gary Neville disagreed. Fair enough. He probably knows more than me. But it looked to me that like they've been coached to say, we are going to control the game for a period of time. And then as you said, Marcus, before we came in, and I'm sure you can expand on it, they go on raids. Yeah. They go for the next ten minutes. We're gonna we're gonna execute the press, yeah. and then we go on raid. Yeah. And 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 Maguire's gonna be given the opportunity to go forward. Stones are gonna go forward. We're gonna play long balls from Pickford. Mm. We're gonna pick out little runners. Mm. They they seem mm. pretty well in control of things for the most part, and that's the key. Czech Republic slid opportunities. Yep. It's not perfect. It never will be perfect. But I would be overall very very positive about this group so far. But the caveat is that it's still relatively untested against what I would consider to be a genuinely good team. This is it, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I think England have set the agenda very, very well in the, in the group generally. A bit different against Scotland, but as you've already touched on, that was, you know, that, that, that was dragged into the trenches in a slightly different situation. But this is it, isn't it? It's like, can you set an agenda against France? You know, they are probably more likely to be the ones, you know, in, in control of the tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's part of you not, like kind of excited about the fact that we're going to have one of the big boys next almost I, certainly yeah. like, go on then big let's moment. test it well, I think, I think imagine it if England get through imagine yeah. if they beat like a Portugal or a France or a Germany Marcus do it do it do it imagine <laughs> it now think he imagines doing. it all the time <laughs> yeah like, but, but, that's, but that's the point isn't it about tournament football is that you, of course you imagine these things because it's possible mm. that's why it doesn't make you an arrogant England fan or any, any of that bollocks which I don't think most England fans are no. actually it's unhelpful sections of the press but but you know, the, the, and to back this up how many times have we heard actually members of the media and the press talking about oh what would we prefer would we prefer yeah. an easier draw do you think they're saying that the French side probably not do you mm. think the do you think Mancini's going oh lads maybe we'll finish second because that's not how yeah. they're going about it England do because they're aware of their limitations and also how it worked out well in Russia um, but you can't go 
oh, we don't want to finish top of the group and then we'll have to play in a, a foreign... Yeah. And I don't think Wembley's the... Four, you know, it's not Anfield on a, on a Champions League night or something, no. but it's it's less disruptive if you have to move around and, and yeah, all that Yeah, and that's why what, the way the England fans behaved last night was encouraging. There was a lot of positivity because mm. England can turn that... England fans can turn that into a really difficult place for England to play, yes. which we don't want to see. This is a big <laughs> opportunity. When's the next time we're going to get um, tournament games at Wembley? We just don't know. Poland. Uh, oh, Jim, uh, Wozniak Szczesny was caught having a cigarette hours before Poland's draw with Spain. And when we say he was caught having a cigarette, he sort of d- didn't seem to hide it. He wasn't sort of no. sitting in the shower like he was that time. I am, I'm starting to feel like we should give him credit for all the cigarettes we don't catch him having. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. We don't know how many there are. He could be chaining 40 a day yeah. and no one can tell. Yeah. I like that so, some of the replies to this would, would naturally be like, oh, you know, smoking's not legal. And it's like, well, sure, but like he is a professional athlete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the point, you know, damaging your lungs when you yeah. when you need them so much to play football. I mean, if, silly. if he was caught having a big tub of ice cream like ten minutes before kickoff, well, it's not illegal. No, it isn't. But in the context of what's going on, you know what I mean? Like that, that doesn't <laughs> really. Imagine how rotten you'd feel in that <laughs> oh, if you've eaten a tub of ice cream. <laughs> Still got it all around your mouth. In goalkeeper kit as well. Yeah, you're just curdling in your stomach. <clears throat> we should say that that wasn't uh, the case. We haven't caught him doing that yet. No, uh, no. <laughs> so, gentlemen, we've got it. We we know the 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 draw for the for the second round. It begins uh, on Saturday. We've got a couple of days of we've got a couple of down days. Don't know what to do on the Yeah, what yeah. what do we do? Do, do well, we you... just watch Euro '96 highlights? Oh, I think it's that. I've been doing that anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's my alarm clock. It just comes on. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's Colin Henry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go up to Glasgow. Keep going up and down. I say have to, as if it was a chore. You had a lovely time, didn't you? I did have a lovely time. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Were you, um, you were sad or pleased to see Scotland go out? Because you are sad. quite bitter. No, I'm not oh, okay. bitter. <laughs> you used to live there. You're the one with the bad memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I. It was. It's, it's generally been quite nice. But yeah, it is quite sad that they won't be there. Mm. But there was only other one. The one other game at Hampden Park, and that was the other round of sixteen on the day that England play on Tuesday. Mm. I think that was Italy. Oh. Against someone else, no, Italy, Austria. Is that not on the Saturday? Italy, Wembley. Os- that's, at Wembley, yeah. that's not. That's um, talking gibberish here. <laughs> we'll uh, let the listeners do their own googling if yes, you want to find but, that but, out. But, but there is a game on uh, on Tuesday that I, I think I might be going to. I'm not sure. Oh, you're not sure. Yeah. Will they sure. have you back? I'd like to think so. I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was a very good. Uh, I was going to say customer. I wasn't a customer of Glasgow, but I thought it was a very good visitor, and yeah. I'd love to visit again. Okay. Well. Um, uh, on Saturday, of course, we do look forward to Wales versus Denmark in Amsterdam and Italy versus Austria in London. I'm very looking forward to Italy in London. I don't know why. It makes no difference to me. Yeah. I'm not going to be in the stadium, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what they've Well, they've, they've lit up the tournament. They they've, have. They've been they have. one of the most entertaining There's sides. some cracking games. I know. I, I, so we've got Italy v Austria, Belgium, Portugal, France, Switzerland, uh-huh. Croatia, Spain. Just keeps going, doesn't it? Sweden versus Ukraine, who will obviously both be absolutely bricking it, having seen what England do to Germany earlier that day. <laughs> 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 Netherlands against the Czech Republic and Wales v Denmark. Do you yeah. think it would be a little bit like, you know, England, England would have wiped the floor with them? Probably they, the game will be called off early mm. at 6pm for the 5pm kickoff. So look, they can't take any more. <laughs> yeah, it's just out of you respect to Germany. And I... so they've got... They would have two hours of build-up thinking, well, we don't want to go through. Yeah. And they're just like, they have to come up with some agreement where mm. they neither of them yeah. go through and we mm. get through to the semi-final. Well, I think I think Germany will be relieved that they uh, avoided Belgium, unlike Portugal. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sweden-Ukraine, by the way, is the game that would be in, uh, that is going to be in Hamden Park. Who is going to play in yellow? I think they should both play in yellow and blue. Yeah, good idea, Vish. <laughs> on tomorrow's show, you're back with uh, Kate and Pete.
Yes, yeah. Looking forward to that, brother man. Uh, until then, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the downtime. Make the most of it. Sleep well. Uh, and uh, we'll be uh, be ready to go um, on Saturday when the fixtures come back. Until then, thank you very much, Petushin Hantaraja. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, you, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.